0: Welcome to Right Now <laughs> oh.
1: Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night. One minute at a time. I'm Robin, and welcome back on this Thursday from the Real Jaws Minute, Jeremy Sternhagen and Tyson Ferris. Hello. Ahoy, ahoy. (laughs) And this is uh, Minute 89 of Fright Night. It begins with Sad Jerry and ends with Peter having the time of his life, and he owes it all to Billy. So Jerry looks down at Billy, lying still on the floor, and uh, he's like taking in these deep, rasping breaths. He's he's pretty upset, and then he just has this like his you know his moan then turns into this like strange accent when he when he's talking. He's do you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just like this. Rea- of course, they're reacting to the previous minute. I think we got him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that is just a monster talking. It's It's got to be. Or, you know, sorry, the, his his real self. Yeah, the do you
0: is very cryptic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I
1: wasn't sure what to make of that when I. Mm-hmm. Well, I
2: think it's specifically teeing up the he sees Billy is dead. Mm. But Jerry knows. No, he's not. No, Jerry's he's not. He's fine. Yeah.
1: And I love this—just one little evil smile he gives before uh, he he turns and runs. Just his little—I don't know—his little smirk.
0: Yeah, he kind of uh, he he slurks off. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is this the funniest part of the movie? I, I this the way you know. This, this is v- very, very Abbott and Costello. It is. Uh, it, it's actually it, it is. <laughs> I, I will I will read a, a quote from Tom Holland. Uh, he says, I wanted to pay homage to Abbott and Costello meet uh, Frankenstein in Fright Night. So, in the well,
0: well done, sir, because he yeah. hit it on the head. Like, that's yep. exactly what I thought <laughs> of when I saw it. I was like, wow, they really went Abbott and Costello there. Specifically, seeing someone moving
2: that the main characters don't see and then the creaks
0: in the floor. <laughs> yeah. And then the, means- the simultaneous turn, you know? Yeah. Turn, yeah. <laughs>
2: That is also a movie I could do a minute-by-minute minute podcast on. I've seen that many, many times.
1: I've never seen it. When I read what? the trivia, I was oh, like, I man. need to watch the – oh. my, my co-host has them all, uh, and he's got oh. all the Universal stuff. I've, I've gone through, like, the Universal monsters, but not actually the Abbott and Costello ones.
2: Well, if I may, no pun intended, vamp for a moment on, <laughs> on Abbott and Costello. Sink Castell your teeth into this. Go right ahead. Uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is – quite possibly the best of any of the universal horror movies, and not in a disrespectful sending up of all of the universal horror movies wow in the movie all of the monsters play it straight they are straight up dracula frankenstein and the wolfman it is just as much
0: it does not do disservice to their characters at all
2: it is every bit a universal horror movie as is son of frankenstein or bride of frankenstein now clearly it sits apart from the rest of them but the monsters in the movie Every scene they're in, there are scenes in that movie that Abbott and Costello are not in where the monsters are, and it may as well be out of any of the other monsters. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You get some pretty heavy doses of Abbott and Costello early on where it tees them up as characters, but the movie itself is a—you could not ask for a better— uh, result from the recipe they came up with, and that is to mix Abbott and Costello. It's quite possibly the best Abbott and Costello movie, period, uh, and it's also a fitting entry into the Universal monster uh, picture. And, and awesome. not to cool. mention, I only have one
0: Abbott and Costello that I like just a teensy bit more, and it's called Who Done It. Oh yeah, and it's a it's a a murder mystery mm-hmm. uh, picture with them in it, and uh, it takes place in a uh, a radio theater mm-hmm. uh, where they're recording a murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's fantastic, and that uh, that
2: that's something Abbie Costello did great. Another my other favorite Abbie Costello movie is The Time of Their Lives, where uh, one of them is a ghost. So mm-hmm. their ability the if you're a fan of just horror in general and mystery and you know especially of the 30s and 40s and 50s like Abbott and Costello like they knocked it out of the park
0: well, yeah like, they really they did times. and yeah them meeting Frankenstein is just one of the best yeah. classic comedies of all and time and any
2: like literary work or academic work done on the Universal Monsters always includes that movie as, mm-hmm. and not in and a, rightly so yeah and not just because like oh we have to mention this because it has you know Bela Lugosi and, and Lon Chaney and it you know like mm-hmm it's a it's a worthy entry into the entire Uh, universe, if you want to call it that. The very first cinematic
1: universe ever, by the way, for monsters. The dark dark, uh, universe? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No! Uh, You know, it's funny because uh, I I actually have a a schedule I write out, like what I'm going to watch from week to week, from month to month, and I like to plan out, like, ahead, like, things I'm going to watch during the month of October. I always think, uh, like, all these different scary things I want to get into, but It's really fun to just marathon a bunch of them in October. And uh, Abby Costello uh, Meet Frankenstein is definitely in there. Um, And it's it's funny because it came up during my research for this uh, Minute by Minute podcast. But uh, were you guys a part of the Incident Night uh, movie Minute? Yep, uh, we were, we were. Huh. Yes, we got the scenes with uh, Jeff Goldblum going through, you know, somebody's apartment, and oh, Albert yes. Casella are playing on like multiple screens, and oh, I'm like, yeah, this that's... is weird yeah. coincidence because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we're, we're and I, it's I, part of Fright Night as well. Yeah, and I think specific, very specifically, that is Evan
0: one because me Frankenstein.
1: Yes, it yeah. is yeah, and yeah. So
2: if you if you needed another endorsement besides Tom Holland,
0: yeah. uh, John Land- like John Landis also thinks it's, thinks it's amazing. amazing. Yeah,
2: and Fright Night, you know, Fright Night does owe a lot to that movie. It's 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 a real monster playing against a bunch of people who are just completely laughing at the idea. Like, you know, Frankenstein and Dracula and all those other movies, the everyone around them is like, you know, there might be a line like, oh, surely you don't believe in that. But other than that, like, it's not this constant playing. And
0: I would say, them. I do believe in that. Stop calling me Shirley.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the, this, the, yeah, I mean, Charlie and, and uh, Peter are, are very similarly playing those two parts where one of them is like I know what I saw yeah. I know what I saw when I saw it yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how like you know we do the like Charlie's just like what did he mean by that and, and, and Peter's like nah he's just bluffing you know uh, because you know that <laughs> I, you know I don't know how he's so positive that he was bluffing and maybe something else he learned from a movie but then suddenly the score like crashes as Billy rises behind them it, it's just the fun that <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the funniest part. That's what I was talking about. It's so funny to me. And I don't know if that's, you know, even with the orchestra crash, if that's also used in Abba Costello. I, I look forward to to visiting. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, yeah. And then, so then we get to like the, the smokiest gun I've ever seen ever <laughs> in any film ever It's insanity.
1: Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, uh, I mean, have you guys ever shot a gun indoors before? <laughs> this is, this no. is, this is paired with my ever kicked a door open. And, and <laughs> the question, uh, like. I, I've been, I've been to a gun
0: range before. Okay. Uh, the guns just aren't that smoky. Even outdoors. Like no. they just,
1: well, I just wondered if, it, like, the, if, if it's more smoky if it's if it's done indoors. But it's hmm. probably a little. But like, well,
2: you know, we all know Jerry's manipulating the environment. Yeah. Uh, I think it's them just so.
0: doubling down on we're going to just make this the smokiest smoke of smoking <laughs> movies ever. Like, and it, it does have good effect because he just disappears for a while. Like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
0: so he, you do, you do get him emerging, which is really a nice, you know. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, in I, in zombie pose, no less. Uh,
1: yeah. This, uh, well, we'll save it for tomorrow. <laughs> 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 uh, what is? This? What is he? Anyway. Uh. <laughs> so uh, there is a a bit of trivia here for at least this part um, which has to do with the contact lenses Um, a set of these contact lenses were made for Jonathan Stark uh, like mentioned before hard plastic uh, lacquered and sanded and you know glitter put in them but uh, they could only wear them for a maximum of 20 minutes because they were virtually blind and they were thick and painful and dried out your eyes Um, so they made a set for Jonathan to wear when he's in, um, you know, in this scene, but he kept tripping on the stairs. <laughs> so uh, Tom Holland actually told him to take one of them out. So if you look, you can see that his left eye is normal, while his right eye yep. looks really messed up. It's, it, But it's still, I think it lends to how creepy it is, you know, like, what's going on with him?
2: The, just the, the one eye is staring off to...
0: I,
1: I would have never noticed that in a
0: million years. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. I always noticed that one eye was just, you know, just totally gonzo, but...
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I noticed the one that's all crazy, but I just assume, like, oh, like that's the one that got like, damaged, damaged yeah. and the yeah. other one didn't. Like,
2: yeah, I it think just, it works better to have... It totally like, tracks. Like, yeah. you know. If you had two wacky eyes, then... <laughs> I don't know. There's something creepier about one eye good, one eye bad. It's
1: a Marty Feldman effect or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which way he might have worked in his, uh, you know, Igor-esque role yeah. in the house. Hang <laughs> hey, yeah, nobody. Nobody can. So I, I love, like the last thing I really have to say about this uh, minute is I, I love the continuity, the creaking stare, you know, it came up before. Yeah. And also Peter fires five shots because he already fired one shot earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming this is a six shot pistol. I don't know. Most of them are. Yeah. So
0: he definitely has a revolver and not a.
1: Is that the term revolver? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, okay. he, he definitely he definitely pulls out a revolver and not a uh, you know not a, a, a repeater. So. I
1: uh, I even I I I do have to say you know I've heard some minute by minute podcasts refer to the uh, Internet Guns Database uh, website. Nothing about Fright Night in there. I was very disappointed. Mm. It,
0: it it looks to be a very common just. Uh, just normal kind of revolver. Didn't yeah. look anything special. A little Saturday night special. Yeah, yeah.
1: I am definitely not gun savvy at all. Uh, so, but I did, did want to have my moment on a minute by minute podcast where I'm like, it's a Winchester 387.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's a specific gun, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, it it didn't look like anything crazy to
1: me. So,
0: <laughs> so uh, not that I'm not that I'm the end all be all by any means.
1: <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So so Billy makes it back up the stairs again. Uh, and you know, Peter is out of bullets. You know, not that he. You know, we have the usual trope of somebody like pointing a gun and click, click, click. It seems like he knows that he's out of out of ammo, uh, but they are completely stunned that he's still coming. And uh, he grabs Peter and raises him over his head while Charlie seems to be preparing. I don't. know. He's like stretching. I'm not sure what he's doing. The minute ends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, is he already reaching for the uh, steak that he will be using?
1: What? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Maybe on Friday we'll figure that out. He definitely looks like he's wrenching his back. I don't know.
2: Yeah. There is, it's, it it's. I think it literally is at the 59 second mark. Uh, yeah. I think something I caught early on in my viewings of Fright Night is that when mm-hmm. Billy Cole hoists Roddy McDowell over his head, it's, so clearly like a limp, a limp <laughs> dummy a limp dummy yeah. yes now it does take multiple viewings to catch on to that
0: I never caught that in real time It's. It I, shot, I did just notice it when you were putting uh, yeah uh, putting it kind of frame by frame here. it shot
2: rather well but it, it may not even be a dummy it's almost just like Roddy McDowell's suit
1: yeah like they just <laughs>
0: grabbed a bunch of his clothes well, and just like held it like above his laundry his
1: I do apologize to our listeners who are hearing me repeat facts from probably a special Episode they heard, you know, a few few weeks ago. But um, I did ask uh, Jonathan Stark about this, and he didn't seem to remember. Uh, I was like, So, how close did that dummy look to Roddy McTell? <laughs> 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 I don't think he, he really remembered, but uh, I, yeah. I, I there was definitely one thing I, I was like, He, like, did he raise like a big doll over his head? And yeah. like, how silly was it that, is... maybe? Or, and it Was sounds it a like a life size Roddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I know I sound like we're making fun of it, but it really like it on the initial viewing, it plays just oh, it plays just yeah. fine. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's only only under minute by minute analysis. Do you can you consider it a, a slight flub or sleight of hand, rather?
1: But it's I mean it's triumphant because Peter has been learning how to dance, and finally he's decided to just. Go for it in front of. I mean, his parents are watching. It's the '60s. It's weird, but but he's just going to go for it. (laughs) Anyway, that's uh, that's how this minute ends. Wait, sorry. uh, What what movie did
2: we just jump into? I
1: I phased into Dirty Dancing minute. Uh, I
2: I was going to guess Dirty (laughs) Dancing.
0: Nobody puts Peter and Vincent in the corner. I I I, I thought it was Footloose for some reason, but.
1: Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's all I really have for this minute. I don't know if you guys have anything else. I'm done. Uh, listen Shuttle. to Real just Minute, please. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot to get into next Apple time. Apple Podcast. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to 90. 90. Wow, I can't believe it. All right. Well, we'll have to get into that one. Uh, Ask for us, Fright Night Men on Twitter, FrightNightMinute at gmail.com at uh, your email. <laughs> it's getting late. Uh, and uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tyson. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Is there like an Abbott and Costello-ism? Who's on first? No, that doesn't work as a goodbye. (laughs) Well,
2: I already quoted it once, but in Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein, he keeps saying, um, do you believe me now that I saw what I saw when I saw it? (laughs) (laughs) I saw what I saw
0: when I saw it. He's a vampire. A what? (laughs) (laughs) You're so cool, Brewster.